Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 116th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back, everybody, to Thea's Tea. It's me, your host, Thea. For this week's tea talk, okay, side story, I just went grocery shopping and I picked up some tea because if you listened to last week's episode, by the way, it's an interview with a special guest, Caitlin. Check that out if you're interested. We talk all about an we talked all about authenticity and style and living in Paris. But in the episode, I said that I had purchased some like red berries tea, but it was actually like infused with black tea, which I don't like. So yeah, I wasn't too happy with that tea, but today I did get just like an infusion of red berries. So I really wanted to try that. However, when I got home, I was craving coffee. Listen, I drink coffee every single day, but not necessarily because I like crave it. You know, I always like the flavor and it wakes me up. So I always drink it, but it's never like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm craving coffee. However, today when I got back, I was craving it. And I don't know if I just sort of like subconsciously planted this thought inside my head because on Thursdays, aka tomorrow, I make a fresh pot of coffee and on Wednesdays, I always have a little bit left over. So at some point I need to drink that left over. So yeah, it just came perfectly. And I don't know if like a part of me sort of planned it. As for the mug, I'm drinking it in. It is my classic tea mug. So it has a big fat bold tea on the front. And yeah, I just remember like YouTubers back in like 2013 when they were doing like a Christmas gift guides, they always had like mugs like this. I don't know. They're just so iconic inside my head. And yeah, I've been drinking out of this mug like pretty much every day for the past couple of days because of something related to my other mug, which I will mention shortly. So yeah, this coffee is really good. It's some of my coffee from Colombia. So of course, I'm very happy to be drinking it, but I just save it for like special occasions or episodes where I'm feeling like more homesick. Um, So yeah, unfortunately, this is one of those times. A little side note. This past Sunday, I was supposed to upload a Q&A. However, I didn't receive any questions on the Instagram. So yeah, I just decided to scrap this month. Maybe next month, you guys will have questions. So that's kind of like the explanation, if you noticed. And definitely make sure to follow the Instagram at the ST Podcast linked in the show notes, along with everything else I mentioned in this episode. Because yeah, that's where I get the questions for the Q&A. And just make sure to send in questions. Anything that's on your mind, I would be glad to address it. And it's the basis for those kinds of episodes. Without any questions, I can't record these kinds of episodes. So yeah, thank you. Let's get into the life update. It's been a while since I talked to you guys about my life because last week's episode was a guest episode, so obviously I didn't. So yeah, there's a lot, you know, it's been a while, but I'm just going to talk about the past week. So last Wednesday, I started getting sick, and by the end of the day, I completely lost my voice. I could not talk. You know, even if I felt like I was talking properly, my voice was like so weak and quiet. It was unbearable, and my throat was really hurting. So yeah, that was not too fun. Wednesday was kind of the day where all of that started happening. And then Thursday, you know, I completely like didn't have any voice and I only had one class, which was my like oral expression class. So it was like an easy short one because my other physics class was canceled. So it was a chill day in terms of like physically, you know, like being places and all of that. 
and yeah i finished my oral expression class for the semester i still have um like not counting this week i have three weeks of class of my semester left and so throughout those weeks i will not have that oral expression class so it's nice to see that my schedule is slightly lighter and so yeah that day i also went to like the pharmacy to get my like medicine and all of that and to the grocery store to get like some pasta and like soup ingredients to really just take care of my sick self <laughs> and then friday fridays are my days like full of classes and i remember the night before i slept like so many hours since i was ill and you know i was like i just want to be well rested tomorrow so i had a full day of classes it was very intense and i got back two of my midterms which i passed both of them but like with low-ish grades like okay i basically like got passing grades and to continue being in the international program that i'm in you need a slightly higher like average and both of those grades are like above that average so like not only did i pass but i also got like the average that i need to be to continue in this program but you know like other people got higher grades and even like the class average was higher than what i got so like i'm below average like slightly but still <laughs> so i don't know it just really hit my ego because i was thinking back to like when i was a student in colombia and how i would always get good grades you know and before i left colombia one of my teachers from university there told me that i was the best student he had ever encountered and i was like you know what would he think of these grades you know like he'd be disappointed of me so yeah that day i was really bummed out i came home and i literally just cried like all night long i was just feeling so sad and i was like why did i sacrifice the good thing i had going back in medellin you know i could be a good student like taking classes that are like on my level you know because here i just feel like it was like drastically different and difficult and yeah you know i was just kind of like you know and i don't want to be a mediocre student i don't want to get bad grades because like there are people that are getting better grades than me and i'm like you know like is this who i am now you know that was like the hardest part and just like asking myself is this like how it's gonna be until i finish my degree am i always gonna be like struggling with grades or like struggling to get the passing grade and i know that physics is a hard degree and i know that next year i'll have like very difficult classes and some students have told us that in those classes like students get like five out of 20 and like that's the class average so it's like it's not gonna get any easier you know so like at this point these are like the highest that my grades are supposed to be and they're not that high so i don't know i've just been thinking about that a lot i do want to make an entire episode just like you know with what i've learned in that sense but yeah that had me like very upset and in addition i was sick and it's now december which is a very festive month in colombia and just like knowing that i'm not there and that i'm not going to be there in this month all of that was hitting me so friday night i was very upset and that kind of like led like was led through the rest of the weekend saturday i was also very sad i cried a lot i studied um i was still sick starting to get a little bit better i went shopping i got christmas gifts which was very fun you know this is the year where i have like had more budget because like i am obviously living on my own so i like have more expenses you know it's like different and also where i like have to take care of presents for like extended family because you know before my mom would just take care of that but now it's like okay you know who am i gonna give gifts to what am i gonna get them you know it's not like somebody else is gonna take care of that and i just have to sign a card so it was actually pretty fun expensive but fun i got you know like the christmas gifts and everything i'm participating in like some secret santas white elephant all of that so i'm excited about that 
And then in the evening, I chilled with some Spanish friends, which it always is so comforting to me to hang out with them because even just like speaking Spanish makes me so happy and I feel like I can express myself like so much more naturally and the fact that we can listen to the music that I love in the background I don't know I just it really it's like you know that heart emoji with the bandage like that's how it feels I know it's so cringe but yeah (laughs) and then Sunday again I was sad I cried a lot but it was a bit of a fun day because I went to the movies I watched this really good movie about like abortion in France I don't remember I don't know what it's called you know but anyways I also went out to eat i walked around town because since it's a christmas season there's like christmas fairs you know just like little stands like booths where people are selling things so yeah there's like antiques and stuff so walking around all of that i am a sucker for those kinds of things i didn't find like any cool cool things that i really wanted to get but it was fun to just like walk around and see all of that i drank like some hot chocolate it was very nice like it felt really festive and of course i also studied because i was like i don't know that's last weekend i was very paranoid with those results i was like study 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 you gotta work you gotta work so yeah then on monday i was honestly feeling much better i think it was just probably like the weekend the isolation kind of and just like not having anywhere like not really having anywhere to be because you know once i get back into like my weekly groove of things it usually gets better and that was the case this week as well so on monday i just had you know my one physics class and then i also had pilates and that day i actually skipped yoga unfortunately sorry (laughs) um because i had like a fine like a couple last bits and bobs that i needed to get in terms of like gifts and everything so i had to take care of that before the shops closed because everything in france closes super early and then on tuesday so that was yesterday once again, you know, I had like my normal classes and I just spent a lot of time studying as well because this weekend I'm not going to be able to get a lot of work done. So I've really just been trying to do as much as I can this week to like be de-stressed during the weekend. And then today I had my normal set of classes. I went for lunch at like the school cafeteria with my friends and it's actually a funny story. Normally I don't like the menu there, like the food is really mid, like it's cheap and you can like see that in the quality of the food. So I usually like don't don't like eating there. But today on the menu there was gnocchi like on the vegetarian menu and I was like, "Oh my goodness, so good like with pesto sauce." I was like, "Yes, for once something that I actually want to eat." So I was like, "Okay, let's go." We went and we were making the line and honestly the menu of that like restaurant like cafeteria has lied to us multiple times you know a lot of the time they say they're serving something and when we get there they're not serving it anymore like they ran out or they were never serving in the first place like it's really confusing and i was like i didn't see anybody eating gnocchi like i didn't see a single plate of the people that were sitting there or that were walking by and when you're making the line you can't see the place where they're serving the food so i was like oh my goodness there's no gnocchi they ran out they lied to us i hate it here so i went to like the second best option because i had french fries and then some other weird rolls that i don't know what they are and i don't want to know (laughs) honestly um so i was like never mind i'll just get this it's the next best choice and so i went to the different line and then my friend stayed in the other line emily stayed and then I realized that they were serving gnocchi and that if I had just stayed in that same line with her, I would have gotten them and not the second best option. So yeah, I was really disappointed. This just goes to show that sometimes in life you need to be a little bit more patient and take the risk. 
but yeah, my face was just, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and another thing is that in our English class, we have like English as a second language class. We had our show and tell. Um, yeah, it was kind of like a final, like our final oral activity. And we had to like bring an object and discuss it. And, you know, since we're in like sciences, we had to do like special emphasis on like the dimensions and like the size and all of that. So I decided to bring a mug, not any mug, the mug of the podcast that my best friend Jose gifted me. So it was just such a fun experience. I was really happy doing that show and tell because it was like such an important object to me. And I also, of course, got to talk about the podcast. So yeah, it was really fun and really wholesome. I loved that activity and then after that i went grocery shopping with my friends which is so fun to me like literally normally grocery shopping is just like a chore but when i'm with them like it's so fun we get to talk we get to compare products help each other out it was just so fun we kind of looked like a family it was a very enjoyable experience and yeah i got back here i'm recording this podcast and then i have a long-ish night of studying ahead of me so i'll have to get on to that but this episode is due tomorrow, so I need to focus on that first. <laughs> and there we go. That's a life update. This week, we are going to be talking about looking forward to things. Now, this is kind of like a dilemma or a struggle that I have had in my life for a long time. I remember that when I was like my most miserable was in Bora Bora when we lived there. And when we lived in Colombia for the first time, and now. <laughs> um, so yeah, my point is that in those times of my life, I was very unhappy. And just like getting through the week seemed like such a big task. And it was very hard. So what really like got me through that was that I constantly needed like something to look forward to, you know, something to motivate me, something that was coming in the near or far future, big or small, but just something that would like excite me and motivate me and yeah, not make me want to die. So in those tough periods of my life, like I would always be asking myself that question, you know, every morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, what can I look forward to today? Or, you know, like, is it friday or yeah just like finding anything that i could not fixate on but yeah just something that i could keep in the back of my mind that could motivate me and encourage me and just show me that life isn't all that terrible and it worked you know that's what got me through just constantly having something that i could look forward to and now that's my case you know in the past weekend where i was so upset what really just kind of like helps me get better or like feel happier this week was thinking about the things that I have to look forward to in my life like in the near future so I'm really just like falling back into those patterns which I mean like is a coping mechanism and it works so like what's the problem like you know like if it's making me like happier in the moment then why should I be worried or feel like something's wrong I just can't shake the feeling like I'm not entirely satisfied with this way of living because I don't want to have something to look forward to in order to be happy. Because in my mind, there are two kinds of people, like the people that are happy and the people who are unhappy. And the main carrot, like one thing that sets them apart is that the people who are unhappy are constantly like looking forward to the weekend or the holidays. And I know because I've lived it, when you're a genuinely happy person, you don't need to look forward to the weekend or to the holidays. You are just so happy in your day-to-day -day life, like at your job or at school or whatever, like you're happy to get up in the mornings. So knowing that 
there were periods in my life where I didn't need to like program myself to be happy or to think of something to make me happy. And knowing that like now I do just feels like a downgrade. And that's why like even though I know that it can work and that it can help me, I'm not entirely like happy about doing it because I'm like if I were genuinely happy, then I wouldn't need to kind of like force myself to be happy or find a reason to be happy. You know, I just would be. Basically, I just want things to be like when I like before like in Medellin where literally I would just wake up every day with a smile on my face like ready to tackle the day to do like my day-to-day activities even like the most simple things I would be happy and I would make the best out of every situation and I would spend like I would be so happy to be surrounded by the people that I was surrounded by don't get me wrong I would snooze my alarm you know like (laughs) um but yeah you know I just I can feel like there's a clear difference between back then and now. And I know that the only person I'm hurting like with this comparison is myself, you know, and I'm making things more complicated than they need to be. But I just know that there's a greater state of happiness because I had it and I feel like I kind of lost it. So that's just what upsets me. And I want to I want to find it again. And for me, that's very closely connected to feeling like you need to find something to look forward to or not. Because the thing is, like, if I wanted to, I could, like, pull up a list of things that I am looking forward to in my life. The fact that I'm seeing my dad this weekend. Oh my goodness, huge news. I'm so excited. My dad's currently here in France for, like, work. And in the weekend, he's coming to, like, near where I live in Bordeaux. So yeah, I'm going to see him and it's going to bring me so much comfort. I'm going to be so happy to just, like, have somebody from my immediate family, you know? So... Yeah, you know, that's clearly something that I've been looking forward to so much, just like reuniting with a person that's so close to me. And then in my winter break, I'm going to London. I'm so excited. I've always wanted to go. And yeah, there are some exciting things planned there. And also, you know, people that are very dear to me. So yeah, the point is, I do have things to look forward to, like very big, important things in my opinion. And, you know, just thinking of them makes me happy. But I don't want to depend on those types of things because sure, right now I have these huge things to look forward to. But once they're over, like, then what, you know, I won't have like holidays right around the corner. I won't have a trip planned. I won't have somebody coming to visit me. Like, what will I do then? I'm pretty sure I could find something to look forward to, but it wouldn't be like as big and special as those things. So a part of me is kind of like, this is not sustainable, you know, it's not sustainable to always be looking to the future and finding something to motivate you because you won't always have things or maybe like at some point you'll have very exciting big things and at another point you won't. So part of me is like, this doesn't feel entirely like sustainable and possible. So that's kind of like my dilemma with the subject and it's what we're going to be talking about today. So first I'm going to be talking about like the good side, you know, why this sort of like mechanism can work. And then I'm going to talk about the not so good side and just kind of like the guilt that I feel and then kind of like a balance between the two. Let's start with the good things about finding the next thing to look forward to. It just adds spice to your life. Like I feel like these tiny little things just sort of give you like a greater will to live. You know, even if you're the happiest person in the world, even if everything in your life is going perfectly, if there is something that you can look forward to a little bit more down the line, it just adds like it's a cherry on top, basically. And I remember like even just today I was with a friend and I don't remember like what I was excited for or why I was happy um, like about something really small and random. And he was just like, you know, why do you care so much about that? And in my mind, I was like, 
thank goodness I do, you know, like this little thing has been able to bring me joy. And if you have that outlook on life, I'm sure that many seemingly little things will bring you much more happiness than they will to other people. So like, yeah, I feel like that is just an like unarguable good thing that comes with this. And a part of me is like, okay, maybe it does seem like kind of forced to have to find things to make you happy and to have to think like, oh, what what can I look forward to now? But I just feel like, you know, it's an important process of like self-reflection. And, you know, if things are going great in your life, then you're not necessarily like asking yourself this type of question and, you know, kind of like reflecting on what's coming forward in your life. You know, you just overlook it. So I feel like it's a good thing because it makes you value those things so much more, you know? If, like, my life was going perfectly and I had a trip ahead, like, sure, I would be happy, but I wouldn't be, like, sort of, like, so, so, like, not clean towards it, but just, like, it wouldn't have, like, such a big role in, you know, like, my overall happiness towards life, you know? And that's kind of sad. So, in this way, I feel like it's good, because something that could be simple in other conditions right now is making you very happy. And also, I just feel like having this outlook towards life of literally being like a little kid is good, you know? I love being excited about the little things. It, it makes me, I feel just like a more resilient person or I don't want to say like a happier person because it's clear that I'm not as happy as I was before, but it's just like bravo to you to be able to find joy in so many little things, you know? Even if you do have to force yourself, like not everybody can do that. Honestly, if you're able to find joy in little things, you won't need a perfect life to be happy. And I just feel like that's very powerful. So that's kind of like the good side about these things. And for instance, a concrete example is for this year, I have felt like more festive than I have in a long time regarding the holidays and like Christmas. I feel like that's partially influenced just by like the cold weather and being like in a very... I know like Christmas here is much more like American than for instance in like Colombia and that's what I had as a little kid so I don't know I just feel like it like I've been very festive for like Christmas and you know just like the little things you know like seeing a Christmas tree in my residence or my school putting up like this really random you know like seemingly boring Christmas fair you know like all of those things like I'm so excited about them I'm literally like a little kid and I just feel like I'm so much happier in that sense than people who would just overlook them or not care about them. The fact that I make myself get so excited about them and that I hype myself so much regarding them just like adds a little bit more sprinkle of joy to my life that other people wouldn't have. So it's kind of like amazing because even though I do consider myself to be like more sad right now, these little things bring me so much more joy than people who are like overall happier. If you're going to take away one thing from today's episode, let it be that. Because yeah, it really just is the tiny little things like that that get you out of the ordinary. That can make, you know, seemingly identical days feel different and exciting. And yeah, just really extraordinary in their own way. So this is a message to like never stop dreaming, you know, never stop finding the beauty in things and never stop like never normalize it you know like always find little different unique things that you can look forward to and that make you happy and just really finding like random things in like the common day to day and here i've talked about like finding random things in your life but it's also applicable to the topic of this episode which is finding things to look forward to you know like even if you have something on the back burner in your mind that you're looking forward to like that can just 
make you a little bit happier in the present you know like if you're going through a really tough time and you remember that one thing that's coming up that makes you happy it can remind you that like life gets better and like good things are coming so it can just kind of encourage you a little bit more to bear through what you're currently going i don't know if the link between everything i talked about earlier and looking forward to things is clear because i kind of like gave different examples but yeah my point of this is the same just finding little things that you can look forward to whether it's like what you're going to have for lunch or the outfit that you're going to wear tomorrow or the fact that you're seeing a certain person you know like if you can just find those little things to keep you going i feel like that's very powerful and overall it will just make you more excited about life So if there are all these good things about finding things to look forward to, then why do I feel guilty about doing so? Well, a part of me thinks that if I get, like if I develop the habit of constantly thinking about what I can look forward to, it means that I'm not fully present in the current moment. Because like logically what I think is, you know, like, oh, if you're thinking about the future, then that's like limiting your abilities to be in the present you know which is like logical it makes sense but honestly like it doesn't have to be that way the way i see it you can kind of have like these things you're looking forward to in the back burner of your mind and make you happier in the present so that links back to what i was talking about before for instance if things are so so and you're like oh i don't know if i want to keep doing this you know i I don't know if i want to keep going and then you remember something however big or small that motivates you that excites you or something good that's coming up in your life that can just be like a glimmer of hope that good things are coming and that even though you're going through a rough time right now like things will improve or they'll change because nothing is permanent and it can just kind of give you like the little push that you need to do what you're doing right now you know to face like these obstacles or to deal with what's right in front of you because you're like okay you know i i tend to this now and then the good things will come or i can focus on this other thing so i just feel like that alone is very powerful and i don't want to see it as something that like takes you away from the present i just want to see it more as like something that launches you into the present you know because it's like you maybe your mind is wandering for instance in class like your mind is wandering blah 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 and then you remember this thing that you're looking forward to and you're like oh okay it's good you know like things are good like i can focus on this now i don't know if that's (laughs) just me but yeah i just like this leads me to highlight that i feel like there is a difference between living in the future which i don't want to be doing versus acknowledging the future in your present moment and letting it lift your mood so there's a subtle difference there living in the future is like you know you're all the time like daydreaming about the future the things that are to come different versions of your life basically anywhere but now and even like moments of the past and stuff but yeah you're just like completely letting what's right in front of you pass you by you're not present you're not thinking about the current moment you're not you know like seizing your opportunities all of that however you shouldn't confuse this with acknowledging the future in your present moment so what does this mean you know like acknowledging that you have these big things coming up you know there are these events that you're excited about these little things you're excited about just like acknowledging them and appreciating them and letting that lift your mood in the present letting that show to you that even though it may not look like it right now life is beautiful life is good and there are good things coming 
and i just feel like that really liberates you because once you realize that in a tough moment you're like okay maybe things aren't going so well right now but they will in the future so that can just give you courage to face like what's in front of you I feel like I've said that a million times in this episode, but yeah, that's just really what I want to emphasize. In this case, it doesn't mean that you're like letting your life pass you by. In uh, Like to the contrary, you know, it, it can be something that gives you the courage and that just like it allows you to find the courage to face what you have right now. Because you know that once you deal with this, what comes after that will be smooth sailing. So it just motivates you. For example, in my case, Wednesdays are my favorite slash least favorite days. I have like three hours of math in the morning, which is a class that stresses me out so much. I have like so many problems, you know, with like the teacher and just the method, like the way it's taught and everything. So I really dislike that class and it really like makes me doubt myself. It makes me like genuinely unhappy with myself. Like it makes me doubt my abilities, not only in that class, but like as a scientist in general. So it's like not a vibe. And then Wednesdays get much better. But my point is, in that moment, I struggle so much. And it's like literally when like that coincides with like some of the like biggest crises that I've had during the semester of just like unhappiness and like feeling like not enough. Like they usually coincide with that class. So my point is that class is very hard. But today I went to it with kind of a different approach because I was like, okay, you only have like including this week four weeks of class left in your semester okay like only four more weeks of like bearing whatever this is and you're out like it's over and that gave me the motivation to be able to tackle these remaining classes with a greater spirit you know with like more patience just like more love in general because i'm like okay you know i have a few left so i really want to do well in them you know so yeah i just feel like finding something to look forward to in this case the end of classes really allows me to be more present in the current moment and appreciate these classes that I have left and just really try to make the most of them. So it's funny, but I really hope that this section allows you to understand that having something that you look forward to doesn't necessarily mean that you're avoiding the present moment. To the contrary, it can be a tool that launches you into the present and makes you aware of like how important like temporary things are, you know? And just like once you acknowledge that there are good things coming so this like bad thing is limited like you're just like okay it's finite so i just need to push through for this limited amount of time and then it's smooth sailing so what do i feel can be the balance of all of this in the introduction my main resistance with this attitude of looking forward to things was the fact that there will be one point where i said that there won't be anything else to look forward to. But the truth is, there will always be something to look forward to. It's all about perspective. Like you can literally pull something out of your booty and transform it into something that you're looking forward to. And honestly, this just wanna makes me give myself like a big hug because I remember, for instance, when I was in Bora Bora, like I would look forward to like the silliest things, you know, like literally like one day I would be like, I wanna end it. And then I was like, oh, but today's Wednesday. And so we get out of school early and there's this churros like cart on the way back home, you know, like literally like that was what got me out of bed in the morning, you know, and these like very, very little things. But the fact that that could be enough to have me like keep going, I just feel like that is so important. And I again, I just like want to hug my younger self for being able to find these 
reasons to keep going in such simple mundane things like that is such a quality to admire that is such a big sign of resilience so all of this to say that there will always be something to look forward to it's not like a finite resource like there will always be something ahead that can make you even a little bit excited and sure like we won't always have things of the same magnitude to look forward to i won't always have like this exciting trip right ahead of me but there will be something however big or small and if it's big or if it's small like it will still be able to encourage me and that's all i need so honestly knowing that it's a mechanism that works because that's something that i acknowledge from the beginning like it works you know so if you're in tough times like exploit that you know like don't like don't close that door on yourself you know don't close an opportunity to be happy you know um so yeah just like being compassionate with yourself like if that's something that brings you joy in these tough times and is completely harmless then like do it you know there will come again a point in your life where you're so happy that you don't need to force yourself to think of things that are coming that you can look forward to in order to be happy you know but for now like okay like if that's what you need to do then do it you know so maybe there will come a day once again in the future where you don't need to do this and good for you like you made it like you're on top of the mountain but honestly like even when you do get there it will be a teeny bit sad because it's kind of good to have a very clear like on hand list of things in your head that you know you're looking forward to and that you know are coming to your life like i can't lie i feel like it's a good thing you know when i was asking myself like oh what are you looking forward to i was like my dad and my lunch and my london trip like it was so clear you know and i feel like in parts of my life where i've been super happy if you would have asked me like i would have had to genuinely you know sit down and think because like every day is an adventure and every day i was so happy but there weren't like any things like in the near future that i was like oh this you know so i mean every side has like its advantages so even like if you're in the pits of despair there will be like little things that can motivate you and i feel like that's just what i want to appreciate in this episode So let's wrap up with some main conclusions. I know this episode was kind of short and I feel like at times I was repeating myself, but I don't want to force myself to keep talking just to like make the episode longer. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, sometimes it's okay to have more like quick to the point episodes. So um, my conclusions for today, we talked about the kind of like duality of having things to look forward to as a tool of happiness first we talked about the good side that it's just so important to have that capacity of being a little kid and letting yourself be bewildered by even the most mundane things and like in parallel it's so empowering to just be able to get excited over random things and even if it's a tiny little detail if that gets you out of bed in the morning then like yes you know like it's doing the job and so yeah we just kind of like appreciated the good side but then i talked about how sometimes i felt guilty doing this because there are moments in my life where i didn't even need to question you know what can i look forward to in order to be happy i just was happy but then i was kind of like okay well that's not the case right now and if you have a tool and sort of like a thought process that allows you to be a little bit happier then use it you know like eventually you'll find that unconditional joy again but for now like use this tool that you have like at your disposition and you shouldn't view like looking forward to something in the future as something that's like getting you out of the present moment 
because to the contrary it can even like impulse you to be more focused in the present and to enjoy what you're doing and to just be grateful even if it's a terrible time to be grateful that it's almost over so you can just like push through it and then better things will come so i just feel like that's a very empowering and important tool that's kind of like comes as a consequence of looking forward to things so even though there was like this initially bad thing that i found about this thought process i was able to find a good consequence that it brings and then lastly it just kind of like closed a circle analyzing that there always will be something to look forward to it may be big it may be small it may be like in the near future it may be in the far future but there will always be something you can always think of at least one thing to look forward to so maybe it is sustainable at the beginning i said that it wasn't sustainable but it actually can be and once again the long-term goal is to find that state of happiness in which you don't need to question yourself what good thing is coming because everything right now is good but while we get there you know like in the meantime this tool works pretty well to just like make sure you don't lose your will to live and i know it sounds kind of silly but you know sometimes we do <laughs> um so yeah even something like little like this can encourage you to live your day-to-day -day life what is my recommendation for this week it's literally a snack that when i was eating i was like i'm gonna talk about this on the podcast basically pretzels have been my signature snack i bring them to like every you know like you know like little meeting with friends and everything like they are so inexpensive and people dive on them like people love them and they're so addicting like once you start you can't stop eating them and i don't know just i love pretzels and i know that whenever i bring them anywhere they are always a hit so i love that and now people can like associate me with pretzels and with this thing that makes them super happy like this food that they love so it's just like yes but the joy doesn't stop there what i was doing the other day was like i was munching on my pretzels and then i like would like have a couple and then while i was chewing them i would put in my mouth some dark chocolate chips oh my goodness like it's no secret that pretzels and dark chocolate mix really well and sometimes people even like melt the dark chocolate and they like put it on top of the pretzels but literally i was just like doing this mixture in my mouth and it was so good because obviously the chocolate chips are like like tiny like bite size and so you can just pop them in and yeah it's just so good so delicious you get like the salty and like the kind of sweet from the dark chocolate but it's not like overpoweringly sweet so i feel like the combination is just so good so yeah that's like my diy snack literally you don't have to do anything like you just eat the chocolate chips and the pretzels straight from their bags and like packaging so it's very easy 10 out of 10 recommend well that's about it for this episode I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at theastpodcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, 
dastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.